It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It is time. It is that time. It is Football Friday in Columbus, Ohio, and that means it is four downs. Gentlemen, we're about to head up to East Lansing, but before we do, let's hand out some bold predictions. Let's give some offensive player of the game predictions, defensive player of the game predictions. You guys know the drill. And of course, as always, the score predictions. That's the 40-year bet, Tim May. That's Matt Parker. I'm just Spencer Holbrook. Let's get started, gentlemen. Matt, bold prediction. Well, let's get really started. Let's not slight yourself. Say just Spencer Holbrook. Yeah, exactly. Bold Step prediction. Up. Be bold. Be proud. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know necessarily how how bold you want to say this is. Um, Ohio State offensively is much better than Michigan State's defense, and vice versa. Ohio State's defense is much better than Michigan State's offense. The big thing that I think is Something to watch on is this is Ohio State's first away game. Away games have, you know, all of their tricks and trades or whatever uh, to cut to the chase. No matter what side of the ball Ohio State is on, uh, it's going to need a fast start. And a fast start on the road equates to a score, whether it's on offense, Uh-oh. whether it's on offense, and it's it's a shot play on the very first play of scrimmage to make sure. Michigan State's defense is awake and knows that Ohio State's in town, or it's, you know, getting a turnover. And whether that's through the air, a fumble, somehow, some way, but no matter what side of the ball Ohio State starts the game on, they will score from that opening possession. Well, golly, they scored on the opening possession. Oh, you mean the actual first possession? Yes. Either whether Michigan State has it or Ohio State has it. That's I was I listening, but yeah. now, but uh, listen to me now and hear me later. Now it's time for you to be bold. I think too. that's a, a very bold on your part, Thank just you. like you pr- predicted that they were going to score on their first play from scrimmage in that one game, and then the second play from scrimmage they almost did. Remember that? I was that? close. I'm just giving close. you, I'm giving you props, more like malaprops. Uh, I'll take it. My bold prediction is that uh, C.J. Stroud, after a year, I mean after a year, after a game under 200 yards. We'll have a another game well over 300 yards passing this week. That's about as bold as I'm going to get with my prediction, but it's going to happen. He's playing the worst passing defense since the turn of the century. You predict 300 yards? Be more bold, Tim. Take action. Yeah, it goes 600 yards. Double 500, down. you know, he had 484. No, because over. you know what? If it goes the way you think it's going to go, uh, we're going to see Kyle McCord throw a few passes uh, as this game progresses. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, I'll go back to what I said in uh, the second game of the year that, that C.J. Stroud will have one of his average games from last year, which was around 360 yards passing and four touchdown passes on Saturday. There it is. That, that's not really there bold. There it is. Though. More bold. Oh, that's going to happen if he's throwing the ball. Be bold, Tim. Be bold. I've already hit that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. thing a couple of times. I'm going to back off of that for a little bit now. He'll probably have six touchdown catches on Saturday. Yeah, Tim, I'm going to stay in the same same sort of lane as you. Um, you know, you went offense. I think Matt Moore went defense. I expect Michigan State to get the ball. It's just a hunch. Wait, are you going to pick up a shutout again? Oh, no, not okay. for this game. We'll save that for Indiana. Did you feel really bad, though, when that 
punt went off of Mekek Buka's. No, not at all. And and then boom, they throw that little touchdown pass. Tim, I mean, if I could go back in time, I would predict a shutout of Rutgers again because they didn't move the ball. You know what? They did not move the ball to save a life. Yeah, they got both really time, lucky. Both times turnovers set them up. You're exactly correct. No, uh, this is going to be a blowout, folks. I don't think Ohio State has much of a challenger in Michigan State. I think C.J. Stroud is in for a massive day, and I think that means five different touchdown passes to five different players. Um, Julian Fleming, Mecca wow. Buka, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Kate Stover. Cade Stover, maybe, and then or G Scott, G, maybe, or even Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's, we haven't taken off the table that he's going to play or not. And I think this would be the perfect warm up game for him against one of the worst pass defenses in the country, let alone the Big Ten. Did you name uh, one of the running backs in that litany there? No, because they can hand the ball off and score that okay. way, too. So, but I think they might get one of those this week. I think CJ Stroud's going to throw a touchdown pass to five different players. Um, that's not really stepping on your toes, but it is saying that. Hold this up. passing game is going to be very, very I said, good. I said 360 and four. I didn't say five. And number two, I, I agree that uh, it could be five different guys. That's a nice compliment. So, but okay. I'm going to tell you something. This team is going to have trouble consistently covering Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Egbuka. You can put that down. Go That's ahead bold. now. Offensive player of the game. Uh, hmm, I'm trying to think of who I've gone through this this entire five weeks through the season in week six right now. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Emeka Abuka, and this is a, a true test for him. Again, I'm really going to hammer home the narrative of this being their first time on the road this entire season, uh, coming off a five-week homestand here. Um, obviously, everyone is going to have to be their best on the road. We don't necessarily know the states of Jackson, Smith, and Jigba as of right now. Mecca is really... I guess kind of taken over that wide receiver room. If you wanna, if you wanna say one guy has done it, I know Tim's guy Marvin Harrison Jr. has has really been a threat all season long. But the consistency with which Emeka has played has really stood out to me from yeah. down on the field, and I think he's going to be a big reason why they win against Michigan State, and he's going to be my offensive MVP. Uh, I hate to do this to Mayan Williams, but I'm gonna go with Mayan Williams, repeat offensive player of the game i just think he's got something going on and you know how do i put this i just hope everybody recognizes that including the coaching staff you follow me absolutely i mean i think travion is a special talent uh if he needs help if he needs a rest he they ought to give him rest again this week you know they could end up in a dog fight up there i don't really see it barring some kind of like catastrophic uh run of uh of, of turnovers, uh, but Mayan Williams, you know, just like last week, Rutgers came in, no, you're not gonna run on us. That ain't gonna happen. 155 yards a game average, giving up rushing. Uh, Michigan State, if it has a strength right now, it is stopping the run, but maybe that's because everybody throws it on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're probably but right. But I, uh, I just see this offensive line really feeling its oats right now, and I see Mayan Williams having another big time game. My offensive player of the game is Dewan Jones. Uh, I think Michigan State's going to try to get Jacoby Winman on Dewan Jones instead of Paris Johnson in this game. I think Dewan has his hands full with this because Jacoby Winman is a quick, athletic pass rusher. That's who Dewan Jones struggles against in the past that we've seen. He did a very good job of trying to step <coughs> down, trying to make himself better against that all offseason. That was one of his goals. He's told us that. Uh, this isn't me just making things up. He, he took it personally that he needed to get better against those speed rushers. This is a massive challenge for him. Jacoby Winman is very talented. 
I think Dewan Jones answers that call. I think he keeps CJ Stroud clean. I don't have anything to say about Paris Johnson because he does what Paris Johnson does. Well, you picked Dewan Jones. You don't really need to talk about yeah. Paris Johnson. Jr. The other side is already taken care of. We know what Paris Johnson provides, but Dewan Jones, this is the first time that we truly get to see him against a speed rusher. He's got his hands full. I think he answers the bell. I think Dewan Jones, the offensive player of the game. Now we go to defense. Uh, last week I had picked Zach Harrison to be the defensive MVP. I think that worked out pretty well for me. Did it not? Thank you. Um, I'm going to stick with the defensive line this week, but I'm going to move to the outside, and I'm going to go with JT Tui Molowau. Tui Molowau? Molowau. Molowau. Sorry, JT. Uh, I didn't say it right for two years. It's uh, right. uh, but anyway, I'm going to go with him, and this is going to be a Michigan State team that is going to somehow want to run the ball, somehow, someway do it against this Ohio State front. Being on you know the defensive end, you guys are very smart football folks and know that they're going to try and send everything back inside. So guys like Tommy Eichenberg that we've been harping on and Steel Chambers can get the tackles. And that all starts with setting the edge, keeping things from going outside, bouncing back inside. And, you know, the numbers may or may not be there for JT and for Jack Sawyer for that matter. But look at the body of work that they that those two have put together. And I picked Jack before, so I'm going to go with JT this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Ronnie Hickman. Ronnie the Rocket Hickman. Uh, just because there are going to be some opportunities, I think, in this game, especially sort of in that quasi-middle, uh, sort of between the uh, the hashes, uh, for him to make a big impact, uh, possibly another interception, possibly even two. Uh, uh, I'm not. Is that another I'm not, I'm not in. I'm not in. Uh, no, it's picking defensive player of the week. Uh, I don't know. Please. I'm not. I'm not that infatuated with what uh, uh, Michigan State is doing right now on the offensive line. I think the. Defensive front is going to have a good day against these guys. So the beneficiary is going to be somebody in the secondary. So I'm going to go with Ronnie the Rocket Hickman. Is it the Rocket or just Rocket? I've never called him anything other than Ronnie. So yeah. I'm not the guy to ask. Well, okay. I think you you want to take out the article, the, however. Yeah, just Ronnie Rocket. Rocket Hickman. I think so. Yeah. See, he goes well in what I call, I'm trying to get people to kind of grasp the idea. These aren't the silver bullets. Either these are the silver, silver missiles. And Having a rocket in there really kind of adds to that. Sounds good to me. I'm going to go with Denzel Burke, a guy who I went to bat for on the message board, Letterman, the Letterman Lounge on LettermanRoad.com, a dollar for a year right now, uh, by the way. But I went to bat for him this week because he was injured in the training camp. We didn't really know too much about it, but we knew that he was sidelined for some sort of longevity. Malady. Yes, and longevity in training camp. We didn't know how long because we weren't allowed to watch. But there were times where he was not out there in the training camp. There were times where he's not been healthy this year. And for him to even be out there right now with the, the physical health, the mental health stuff, and just his confidence, for him to be out there right now is impressive in its own right. Yeah. And so I'm not make, giving him a pass for some of the defensive errors that he has had this year. If anyone knows those, it's Denzel Burke. He's the most confident guy in the locker room. He knows where he's messed up this year. I think he starts to get that corrected this this week. Michigan State's going to have to throw the ball, particularly from the second quarter on after Ohio State jumps up on them through the passing game. I think Michigan State's going to need to take the ball through the air. I don't think their passing game is good enough to you know, be able to beat Ohio State with it. And I think Denzel Burke is a big reason why. Guys, if he's going to start to have a turnaround in this season and make and salvage this season and make it <coughs> – make it resemble what he was last year. I think it starts this week. It starts in the bye week, getting into Iowa with a fresh mindset. A lot can be cured with a bye week. 
even more can be cured with a bye week if you perform well before that. And yeah. so I think Denzel Burke's due for a big week. I think he's going to maybe have an interception. I think he'll have a few pass breakups. And I think you'll start to see him turn a corner and become the corner that we thought he would be at the beginning of the year. I, th I thought we covered that bye off week conundrum, but go ahead. Matt, score prediction. We're not going to talk about the bye versus off versus idle. Yeah. We're not going to do it. <laughs> no, we'll just let the dictionary just define it. Go ahead, Matt. Right. Um, score prediction? Is that where we're at? Where Absolutely, we're at score prediction. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's see. As I was putting together the, the viewing guide for this game, doing the, the line and the over and under and stuff like that Wednesday night, I had noticed that it went opened at 11 and a half, but guys – favorite to now i believe on wednesday night it was 29 27 somewhere in there it's an awfully big number but i think ohio state's going to cover that and i'm going to need tim made to do my uh math checking here for okay me. go ahead i'm gonna say ohio state 55 55 minus 29 and i'm just going to play it safe keep all the zeros here and i'll say michigan state 10 oh well, 55 okay. to 10 yeah that's nowhere that's close to that's a cover. That's nowhere close to 29. Tim? Uh, I, I see Ohio State degree. getting into the 50s again this week. Let's just go with a raw score, 52. Uh, Michigan State, 13. I'll just go with that. You see, I've been trying to think of what my score prediction is going to be. I wanted to put it in the 50s. I'm a little hesitant to put it in the 50s. Oh, oh, uh, just After, with, after I, everything you've said about how bad Michigan State is on defense. All right, to hell with it. 59 oh. to 14. I don't think this game is going to be close. I think Michigan State is in a downward spiral right now. I don't think they're regretting giving Mel Tucker the money, but I don't think they're happy about it right now. Well, um, stuff happens. But Ryan Day, the other guy who got $9.5 million this, this offseason, has a very good offense that's going to be able to beat up what Michigan State does defensively if they do anything in that pass defense. Um, and then I, I just I don't think Michigan State's going to be able to handle the multiple looks that Ohio State gives it. This is an interesting challenge because it's the first road trip, but the leadership on this team is much better than the leadership last year. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to push these guys through. There's a statement to be made before the bye week. These guys, I think there's a little chip on their shoulder. Nobody's mentioned it, but Ohio State stayed at number three this week, guys. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's made its rounds to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Like, hey, you still are being doubted against those two other teams nationally. Let's prove them wrong. So I think there's a little bit to that. And uh, I think Ohio State gets it done. I'll go 59-14. Another quick thing, I want to make a comment uh, on the kickoff time, which is a little after 4, 4 p.m. Uh, that's that, for a first road trip of a year, that's almost a perfect time. Because, you know, the idea that you get there and the kickoff's at noon uh, you got to get up. You got to get going. It's the first time you've been on the road. Everybody, you know, is in a hurry. Blah blah blah. You can kind of leave some things back at the hotel if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, flip side of it is a night game. The worst thing in the I mean, I got I got to believe one of the worst things in the world is to be sitting around a hotel for like ten hours on a Saturday, waiting just to go to the stadium and do your thing, uh, even to get dressed. Sounds good. Uh, and to play. I think the four o'clock hour is a perfect first time road trip that's why i don't think this is going the road trip aspect of it's not going to be as big as some people are making just of it the actual going on the road other side is and i think spencer talked about this too I uh, did. one of our earlier comments uh or uh, points is you got a feeling there's going to be a lot of ohio state fans there okay yes just because of the three-game losing streak that michigan state is on and uh so it may not feel quite as much like a road trip as if they were going 
to uh, the other team in that state. Hopefully Ohio State fans don't have as terrible of time trying to park as we had this week trying to figure that situation out. But that's I a think story. you guys have got that's, it figured out. That's a story. I've got mine figured out. Yeah, that's a story for another time. We're about to head up to East Lansing. Tim, you've been on the road for a long time. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. That's Matt Parker. We've got Ohio State, three wins for Ohio State, three covers for Ohio State. Uh, get your popcorn ready. This might be an offensive explosion in East Lansing. Uh, but for Tim, for Matt, I'm just Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in East Lansing on Saturday night. And we'll have full coverage of the Michigan State game and the entire season at LettermanRow.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.